just, God is so good. Oh, I love our family here. I love Jesus. You guys know that you are the most, some of the most anointed people in the world? Come on. I'll say it again. Do you know that you're some of the most anointed people on this planet right now? Come on. We got to start believing what Jesus said about you. Oh, God is so good. I'm just wrecked. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, worship team. Thank you for giving your yes. I thank you all, you guys, for giving your yes. That's what God's asking for is our yes. Woo, I'm going to just, I saw some things in, in worship, so I just want to declare over some people, because there's a spirit of breakthrough in the room. And uh, I saw some, uh, I see things in visions. So if there's, there could be a few people, could be one of you, but you're feeling like you're like in a trap position. And what, how I saw that was is that I saw a chessboard, and the devil was across from, from somebody, and he said, ha, you're check. He didn't say checkmate. He said check. You're in check, which it means that you're in trouble. And that person was quite nervous, and I'm t- declaring this, because what I watched was a light turned on, and, and, a, and, and it was like I knew the spirit of wisdom and revelation, and the understanding of Christ came into the situation, and all of a sudden, the Lord says, don't you see, it's checkmate. And he switched the turn, and I'm telling you this, the tides are turning. I'm declaring that over us right now. The tides are turning. Come on. The tides are turning. This is, I also saw that there's people right now, we got to step into our inheritance and I saw, like, just like Elijah, the ravens were coming and feeding people. And so I'm telling you, if you're in a time of need, let's, let's believe for that breakthrough. What, what Willis was declaring, he, he, that guy was declaring there was breakthrough in the room. And he was not just throwing out words because Jesus is the breakthrough. And he's shifting things in this hour. And I'm telling you, there's a shift. There's a shift. And it's, and it's complacency is going. Complacency is going. Come on, we got to get excited. Who was here last week? Dude, Greg ripped it up. But I just want to bring up something. I wasn't planning to, but bring up is he, he, he prophesied over this house, which is you guys, right? Oh, this is key. For too long, it's like, oh, no, that's for the least. No, no. It's, this is an apostolic center, which means it's you guys. It's, like I said again, it's you guys. Come on. So he said something. I don't know if you missed it. He actually said a move like Toronto Airport was going to come out of this house. I've been praying into that this week. It's bigger than you think. It's, not, it's worth getting excited over. Why? Because what happened there? The outpouring of the Spirit came, and the world's been touched ever since. That's a big word, you guys. You guys got some big words. So if any one of you right now go, man, no, I've never had a prophetic word before, now you got one. You can tell people, tell them a move like Toronto Airport's coming out of my life. Right? Come on. We're being sent. We're supposed to be doing stuff. Man, we're, when I say we're an apostolic house, some people don't understand what that means because the word apostle means sent. So we're an apostolic. We're sent daily. We get confused, I feel, sometimes. Some people think that's just missionaries. It's, that's only, it's only when Brent goes to Mexico or outside of this country that all of a sudden now we're an apostolic center. Now, what does the Bible actually say to the disciples to go, what, first Jerusalem? We've got to touch this, too. We're an apostolic center. We're going to touch everywhere you are. You're being sent out every day. Your houses are getting changed. Your homes are getting changed. Lord, I just declare for those who need peace in their home right now. I've been feeling that in prayer. Lord, I just declare peace right now. God, God of peace, the spirit of peace, you, the prince of peace, would walk into their homes right now. That I actually declare as people go home today, they're going to open their doors, they're going to drive in their driveways, they're going to go into their garages, and they're going to open up, walk into their houses, and they're going to say, what has shifted in the house? Because we declare the peace of God, the prince of peace has entered the house right now, Jesus but I just thank you for that breakthrough. Lord, I thank you for that shifting that I can see, Lord God. I thank you that even this morning in prayer, we saw the Lion of Judah come into the house. And what I watched him, and he, he bent down, he roared into the ground. And if you know what lions do, they roar in the ground, and it shakes, it sends a vibration, and it warns those, the predators, away. And I'm telling you, they're scattering. They're scattering, and we declare that over you right now. Today is a good day. It's a great day. Man, God is empowering you to go forth and that he actually expects you and believes in you. You know who the biggest enemy really is? It's usually us. Well, I can't do it. Well, I'm not good enough. Did you, if you only knew what I did, he don't care. He actually frustrates that you're talking like that. He just wants you to trust him. Because we're actually, he doesn't want our focus on us. Yes, I've talked about it over the, the last year, but create in me a clean heart. But when that's your cry, everything else doesn't matter more because he knows you're focused on him. Because you're not asking for a clean heart because you want to, you're doing it because you want to be right with him. 
We're setting our gaze upon him. Oh, Jesus, come on. Come on. Lord, we just thank you for an encounter this morning with the King of kings and Lord of lords. The King of kings and Lord of lords. Come on. There is healing coming, a move of healing in this house. I was actually in, in uh, worship here for a bit, and it's, it's interesting how this sounds sometimes weird to people, but we, we experience different things and it feels different. One's good and another. I just want to speak that. If you, if you see and hear from God differently than the guy preaching or the people you meet, it doesn't make you any less. No, honestly, there's this thing that is out there, especially the charismatic movement, saying, oh, the seer is so great. The seer is so great. You know what? Actually, seeing something is harder. Just trying to interpret what you're seeing. Right? Just be you. Lord, we just declare, we give permission. I just feel him saying, I give you permission to be you. Speak that I give you permission to be you. No more striving. No more striving. Come on. He just wants you to be you. He wants to give you permission to be you today. He's excited to see you. Christ in you is hope and glory. Come on, Jesus. So often, uh, back to healing, I just want to declare, I'm going to speak on that and teach. We'll see where we go today. But Because this house is called. Actually, I believe the body of Christ is called to walk out what Jesus commanded us to do. And it's to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast the devil. Our theology is not on what we always see. It's what the Word of God says. And we're going to rise up and go again. We're going to rise up and go again. we got to stop dwelling on what didn't work and try it again. Come on, how many athletes would make it to where they are if they would have given up the first time they didn't hit the first shot? Well, honestly, we we got to give ourselves a break. We read the Bible, and we often read it as if, like, because we, we we know the stories, and we know that, well, the disciples, the apostles were amazing. But the thing is, is they were just trying to. I'm going to get to that. Maybe I'm jumping ahead. But it's interesting. He sent out the 70, right? Remember when he sends out the 70? I do have those in my notes. But he sent them out. But we're like, oh, look, they did all this stuff. You guys, it doesn't say they did anything before that. They had a trust. They've been with Jesus and watched Jesus and they spent time with Jesus and he's like, now it's your turn. And they went expecting. That's what we need to do. But, you know, I was talking to my wife Donna this week about this, is that so often our minds get in the way and we're like, we're like, because we're always being like, guys, go, go heal the sick. Go give a word to somebody. Oh, did you hear Jeremy just gave another 10, 15 words out there? Whoa, I want to be like Jeremy. Come on. But you need to be you but we need to stop striving. Because actually what's happening is you're going around like this, the grocery store, oh, I need a word, I need a word, I need a word. Oh God, I need a word, I need a word. Oh Lord Jesus, I'm okay. Oh, I suck, I didn't give a word again. But words actually don't really come out like that. It comes out of a lifestyle. It's not wrong to ask, but as a friend of the Lord, you say, Lord, do you want me to speak today? Whew. Come on, there's freedom in that. That's when it comes. You know what's, I love sharing the kingdom of God to people, but it comes out of practice. You know, the more you do it, it doesn't become such a big deal anymore. But the lie still comes to all of us. It does. There's been seasons where it's like, ah, I got to do it. I got to do it. Because I'm telling, I'm, I'm preaching out of experience here. And then you stop. You're like, ah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, Lord's like, hey, can you talk to that person? And then you'll give it to him. And you know what he really cares about? It's so cool. God loves touching people, but he's actually a God that cares for you. And so the other day, I, the Lord asked me to share with somebody, and it was, that's, that's a great part, but I'll tell you the best part for me was hours later, I was spending time with the Lord. And he did, oh, so I just get wrecked. It was Kevin. Yeah? He's like, thank you for talking to me. He wasn't amazed, but he just said, thank you for our time. That's, it wasn't because he cares for each one. And he just wants our yes. He just wants our yes. We try to separate healing from salvation. Right? You get what I'm saying? The salvation message, the gospel, Jesus Christ died and rose again so that we could have eternal life. The word salvation is actually sozo, and it includes 
Yes, get saved. We've, we've come in the body of Christ over, and actually it hasn't been that many hundreds of years that we've actually come into the understanding that we actually are saved when we say some prayer that's not even in the Bible. No, for real. Now, the understanding of what we're praying is in the Bible. We believe on Him. We give Him our lives. But it's taken years and years, and I'm telling you, the, the God, God is working on His church again, because it's not like this hasn't happened in church history before. We like to go up and down. Go study church history. It's weird. You're like, this is a new thing. Well, it happened 500 years ago. It happened 600 years ago. And things rise up. Pride comes in. The, the intimacy leaves. If you study, it's the intimacy that leaves. And then all of a sudden leaders are like, oh, God doesn't do this anymore. Because they can't see it anymore. But God always held, holds a remnant. You also study church history. There's always moves going on. God wants to see us move in power because he sent us to go. We can't separate healing and salvation. Just like the body of Christ has learned and understands the saving grace of God, we need to understand that just as much God wants to heal the sick, he wants to use you to do it, and that it's part of our walk. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Make sure I got the Bible in here. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. So that means when you got saved, you were a new person. Guess what? That brings you back just like when Adam and Eve were created. Did they have any sickness? Did he have any sickness? No. Did Jesus look at him or God look at him and say, God said, hey, this is a good thing. Yes. He actually doesn't want you in sickness. Can I say that again? Because I know we we say that. Because we go, God is good. God is good. Oh, but I have this situation because I smoked for 20 years. No, no, no. God wants to heal you. He doesn't. He paid the price. He, he doesn't go, hey, go whip yourself 20 times. Come on. Oh, no. How many times are you going to bow down? No. He, he actually says, hey, you're my son and a daughter. I did everything for you. I did it for you. And I just want you to realize it. We go, well, I prayed and nothing happened. Pray again. Believe again. Believe again. And sometimes our greatest miracle is when we give up and we actually hand it to him. Right? It's interesting. There's a story of uh, Charles Finney. Actually, no, sorry. John G. Lake. This is a John G. Lake story. I've been reading all these guys. John G. Lake, he literally, he meets this guy, awesome guy. as a couple. They have a kid. And this kid is just, like he's a teen, uh, like late early 20s, but this guy is causing trouble. And so the police keep on bringing him back, and these are good parents. So they're like, and so they go, the cops come see him. Hey, this is what happened with your son. It's going to cost this much to get him out. Boom. Okay, we'll pay it. This goes over and over and over again. But then they run into John G. Lake. And John G. Lake, they tell him the situation. He goes, okay, well, why don't you give it to God? What do you mean we gave him to God? This is all about God. No. Like, literally give him to God. And this is strange, but you know what he did? The police came back to him, to the parents. And he walked up to him and said, hey, your son, he screwed up again. This is what it's going to cost. I don't have a son. It's pretty bold. The cops are like, right? No, no, I don't have a son. I don't know what you're talking about. The police are like, okay. They left. They came back. Okay, I'll tell you again. I don't have a son. It broke their heart, but they said, God, it's your son. It's your son. You said, it's your child. A few months later, hadn't heard from the son. They hear, they get told a, a, a report that the, somebody jumped off the bridge, committed suicide, and they figure it was the son. They, they dredge up the thing, they find the body, they find out it's not the son, but they don't hear anything. About a couple months later, this young man walks in the room to his parents, his mom, dad, totally cleaned up, changed. He said, thank you. He said, I found Jesus. Guess who chased them? Jesus. He totally transformed. And he actually shared his story. But he almost came back and he said, no, I'm not going to come back until I get right with God. Some of us need to give up and actually give it to Jesus. Right? Oh, come on, people. Come on. As believers, our new nature has to come to the understanding and reality that sin has been defeated. 
we have to come to the reality that sin is defeated. We need to step back into your authority, into our authority. He handed you the keys. He handed you the ability to go after it. We do not need to be scared. Come on, we're teaching our kids this. They're having a dreams or something. We're like, hey, hey, you don't need to be afraid of the enemy. He's afraid of you. He is. You know, that's a compliment. That's how I take it. If the devil's after me, I'm like, whoa, do something. But that's a mind shift. It took me time to realize that. I'm like, oh, you're here. Good. It must be heaven's close. And they don't bother you. Do we go through hard times? Of course, like everyone does. But I trust in him. I keep my focus on him. Because in the hardest times, you can find Jesus. We have an incredible heritage from Adam and Eve. Come on. Come on. He created us to be like that. We're supposed to live like they were created to live. That's what he did. He went back. To, he went and sent his son so that we could have that all back. Not part of it back. All back. And do a study because people go, oh, but we have to work still and have jobs. Yeah, go really study. Yeah. Adam had some work to do too. In the glory. Right? Matthew 10, 7 to 10 says, As you go, preach the message. Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. You must continually bring healing to lepers. Come on, continually, guys. I'm going to start again here because this is not him just talking to an elite people here. He's talking to us. He's talking to me. He's talking to you. We are called to go forth. Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible. Come on. Accessible means you have access to it, but you have to choose to take access to it. You actually have to choose. I'm going to go away. I'm going to keep hitting that because we have to choose. We have so much authority and power as a child of God, but we're not using it. I'm speaking to myself, people. I'm speaking to myself. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick and make it your habit to break off what demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. How many of us go somewhere like, oh, I feel the presence, the demonic realm. What are you doing about it? What are you doing about it? Why are we whining about that? Why do you think you actually got to feel that? Maybe because you're supposed to change the atmosphere. He is defeated. Tell, tell that lying devil to get lost. Freely you have received the power of the kingdom, so freely release it to others. I'm telling you, this is so key. We need to get excited for other people's breakthrough. And when you get something, give it away. Give it away. Give it away. I was part of a ministry that some people have issues with because they end up falling and whatever. But I've been processing because we saw so many great things in that. And we've been, my friends have been talking about that. We're like, what was some of the keys though? Because we saw so much stuff. And that man, as much as he may have fallen away and did some stuff, that guy always gave it away. When he got something, he gave it away, gave it away, gave it away, gave it away, gave it away. Because he wasn't scared that you were going to take his ministry. You're going to take, you guys, each one of you have a ministry. You can't take somebody else's calling from them. We got to get, not worry about, oh, but I didn't get the same testimony. Your testimony is your testimony. It's just as great. It's just as great. Come on. Freely you've received the power of the kingdom, so free, really, really. Freely release it to others. Some of us need to have some new self-talk. We got to walk in the room and say, hey, I freely release the power of God in this room. I got the power. Come on. Come on. When you're feeling that, oh, the presence, stir yourself up. We so, I, but just processing this stuff. I've been processing lots of stuff. But anyways, it's funny. I saw a cartoon the other day, and it so makes sense. They showed this, this little car. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. And there's this huge board sticking out the window. It's like 30 feet. Of course, it doesn't fit in like this five-foot car. And it says, yeah, this is the pastor trying to put all his uh, notes into one sermon from the week, right? That's how I feel. But that's the thing. Is, I don't even know where I was going. Shoot. Um, is that we have this incredible testimony in the Bible. But we need to actually take it to heart. A lot of... Like, honestly, a lot of the revelation, I guess, just the go looking at the scripture differently. Going, God, open it up again. Change it. Like, let me actually see it the way it was instead of just seeing it the way that I see it. And it's interesting, David, you guys all know the story of David, and if you don't, read the Bible. Yeah, I'm not going to go over it. So he literally comes, 
and his family's gone. The guy's like having a bad time. Saul's trying to kill him. He's told he's going to be a king, but he's sucking right now. Okay? And he comes, and his family's gone, his stuff's gone, it's all stolen. And we have this amazing, we talk about it. And then David stirred himself up in the Lord. It's amazing that we say that, but do we really realize what was going on? Do we really realize how sucky the situation was? Like, I don't want to get into too much, but like, they took the women and children. What do you think? They Like, just, just let your own thing go. It wasn't good. It wasn't like, oh, I think we can do, oh, I'm an armor guy. I'm, a, I'm in the army. We'll go take him. No, no, no. He has to get past so much. And it wasn't just, oh, I'll stir myself up in the Lord. No, he had learned that when everything looked like it wasn't going to work, he knew Jesus was still on the throne. And that he chose to glorify him in the hour that doesn't make sense. He glorified him when every word that has ever been given to him looks like it'll never happen. That every promise Jesus had ever told him, it, is no, it made no sense. But he decided to say, I stir myself up in you. Which, what does that mean? He's saying, I trust you, Jesus. Jesus, I say yes again. I glorify you in the moment that makes no sense. I don't care if there's a storm around me. I'm going to take back what the enemy has stolen. We need to grow up, church. And realize it's not always easy. And we need each other. We need to grab each other and say, hey, come with me. I need you to help me stir up. I don't understand. I don't see it. Everything looks shaky. And you're franking, oh, I know a God that can make every crooked way path straight again. Come on. He can jump over walls. Come on. He can walk through walls. Right? Come on. He's the same Jesus today that said, hey, we need some money. Let's just grab a coin from a fish's mouth. Do you know how crazy that is? Have you done that yet? No, like for real. Hey, oh, we need a place to stay. We need a place for a meeting. Oh, just, just go. There'll be a guy that will offer you a free place to stay. Come on. Are we believing for this stuff? Are we in an hour to actually say God is my provider? That my God is a good God? That God wants to infuse me? He wants to spend time with me? He wants to see me actually go forth to glorify Him? You know what? I actually believe that God's not worried about your pride. He ain't. He'll deal with that. He has no problem dealing with that. Have you ever noticed somebody that like gets just saved and they radically gets saved and they see the kingdom of God and they just give her and you're like, man, this is why it's so easy for them right now. Let's just be honest, right? Why? Because God's showing him his goodness. And then you want, and we've all been there and you get to the place where you're like, wow, this isn't as easy as it was because he's saying, now I'm wooing you. I showed you you can do it, but now you're accountable. Each one of us, if you've seen a miracle, or anything, you're accountable for the rest of your life to see it again. That's a testimony saying, do it again, God. Do it again, God. No matter what happens. Exodus 15, 26 says, and says, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who healeth you. I am the Lord that healeth you. Come on. What is in there? Number one, he, we diligently need to seek him. Diligently actually go after him. Say, God, I want to know you. He wants a personal relationship. He wants to spend time. He wants actually a two-way conversation. Two-way, guys. Are we actually believing we can hear from him? Or do you think to be a prophet? No, we don't. We're all called. We're all called as friends. We're all called to be his child. He wants to speak, but we actually need to slow down for a moment and actually listen. I'll put my hand up to this. How many of us, we put words in God's mouth all the time? We're great at doing that, especially good words. And you know how good God is? He, he'll run with that sometimes. Come on. But what's the fruit coming out of your words, out of your relationship? That's how you'll start knowing. Are those around you growing? Are those around you flourishing? Because God's not into just going, hey, you get good stuff, everyone else you sucks. No, your breakthrough is supposed to bring it forth. There, uh, Maverick City has an awesome song, what's it called, Bless You or something like that. It's like literally a whole song. It's like, bless me, bless me. But then it sings about bless me so I can touch those around me. It's like what we talk about in our declaration. We're not declaring, we're not some prosperity thing. It's all about me. I want
to have all this stuff. No, we're prophesying and speaking. You're going to be totally blessed and have more than enough. What? To co-labor with the Lord. Because it's all His anyways. And as we co-labor, we get to see. And you know what? He's excited. Oh, I love it. I, I, I'm, I'm a little crazy, so I'm, I'm good. At, I have no problem saying some stuff sometimes. I was, I was talking to somebody a while ago, and they're like, oh, God's going to give me so much. I believe he's bringing me a blessing because you know why? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a... I'm going to buy a... a a cabin so ministers can go there because then they can be blessed. I looked at him and said, that's not why you want a cabin. You want it for yourself. It's okay to do that too. And that's great. You're going to bless them, but you want a cabin. Don't. You guys, we need to get off and just be honest. No, come on. Unless you're really amazing. If you, Hey, maybe some people here might be so just so amazing that they're like, oh, I really just get. That's good. I don't even know if Heidi Baker would say that. You guys know Heidi and if you don't, check her out. She's like one of the most wrecked for Jesus women on the planet, right? But God actually wants to see you blessed so you can bless others. And he'll work with your heart. He'll work with it. And honestly, and there's some people are like, well, I've had this word. I was going to have all this stuff. I'm going to have this. And you're like, it hasn't happened yet. Have you let God work on your heart yet? Because he's not going to give you stuff to wreck you. He knows you better than yourself. And he wants to know, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to do it and wreck your life? I told somebody once that, that had the ability to. I said, hey, I'm glad you just don't give me $10 million. They're like, what? I said, I'm glad you don't. Like, why? Because it would wreck me. I actually said, because I was a, it was a while ago, and I said, actually, because on Sunday I'm preaching, and if you gave me $10 million today, I probably wouldn't do a good message on Sunday because I'll be so consumed with what I'm going to buy. Why? Because my heart hasn't been ready for it yet. I'm not saying God can't give that away. Because I've asked him, I want, to, I want to change history. I've asked him, Lord, I want to go after you, so keep my heart right. You guys, his presence is better than money anyways. His glory is better. Trust me, it is. You can talk to people. I've talked to wealthy people. Somebody, and I, it was hard, it's hard to believe sometimes. Man, when I was a broke youth pastor, pretty much, I was with a very wealthy person. They said, Kevin, I'd rather have your life. I laughed inside. I'm like, yeah, if you only knew. But they were serious because I had peace and I was, I was having a blast. You guys, money doesn't fix your problems. God does. Whew. Do what is right in his sight. Keep his commands. You got to know his commands. So read it. I'm big on this. because Anyways, we have to go and get away from a group. We have to... We've gone away from agreeing God is the redeemer from sickness. We have to get back to agreeing that he is. That he is. The, the, actually, the word is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord thy heals. Come on, Jehovah Jireh. Come on, where's that? Isn't there such Jehovah Jireh? Come on. We need to. Like, it's crazy. I've been, oh, man. Some of you guys will only know, know this. A lot of you will be, like, way over your head. But I've been listening to some old Don Potter again. Come on. Like, I seek your face, God. Right? Like, like it's, come on. Whatever it takes to get wrecked. Come on, we need to. Some of us need to go back to where we actually established something like, like they did. They would build altars. Why? To remember what God did. Some of us need to go back to that altar and say, oh, wow, I remember what he has done. Oh, that's why it's fun to sometimes just tell the old stories and remind us, wow, he really has done a lot. Woof. James 5, 14 to 16 says, Are there any sick among you? Then ask the elders of the church to come and pray over the sick and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith, we need to move in faith, and will heal the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. And if they have committed sins, they will be forgiven. Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another, and then pray for one another to be instantly healed. For tremendous power, I love this, tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. Who's here a godly believer? So declare over yourself that tremendous power is released when you, the passionate, heartfelt prayer of you, is released. But do we believe it? We need to learn to believe it. I'm not, this is a condemnation. It's actually, we need to dig deep and say, how much do I believe? Or how much am I going, oh, that didn't happen last time. How much didn't happen last time? No, we got to shift it. We study the greats. They had to come to such a line that no matter what happened, it didn't matter. Because it was God who is the healer. Not you. It's God's the healer. Your, your reputation is not on the line, guys. You do your job because you've been commanded. And that's where you leave it. Come on. 
No, I have had it. Oh, I remember years ago. I had to deal with this because I was around some. It was amazing. We saw lots of healing, but we'd pray, and I'm like, done. And I'm like, they're still sick. And they, they, no, no, don't worry, Kevin. It's done. I prayed. And I'm like, yeah, it, that's great for you. I still see them sick. He's like, you got it wrong. Because that person, this is a true story. Somebody came up to that minister again and said, hey, can you pray again? He, and he looked and says, no, I can't. And they're like, what? And they said, no, I can't because I believed the first time. We have to believe. And it's not stupidness. It's not like, oh, we're living a false reality. No, we believe and we wait and see what the kingdom of God does. Because that's our job. You lay it out. Lay it all out again, you guys. Just forget your reputation. Lay your reputation down. Because it's way more fun. We care way too much of what people think. We care way too much of what the person next to the grocery store thinks. The guy I just shared to just a couple days ago, well, that guy, well, honestly, that was my, my answer. I'm like, this guy's going to think I'm crazy. He's at the gym, whatever, right? You know what he said? He said, I needed to hear that. He was actually a believer, ended up being a believer. This big dude on his motorbike outside the parking lot. But the thing was is that these guys actually, he was so thankful because no one, because actually the body of Christ isn't doing their job. Because I talked to him for a while. He, he loves Jesus, but he's not, he, he lives a, a life struggling, believing that he's doing enough for God. But I didn't know that, but God did. So I already told him that before he told me that. Come on. Who cares what you look like? Like, Greg had those awesome testimonies last week, right? But we need some fresh ones. I love it. Bethel is, I don't know, we love Bethel because they're spiritual mothers and fathers. Oh, by the way, Brent and Sharon are in South Dakota. Send their blessing. They're probably watch, they were trying to watch. They didn't know if they were going to have coverage or not, but they're probably watching. They're incredible, having a good time. I talk about mothers and fathers at school. Those two phoned me up this morning and just prayed and prophesied. Come on. After I hung up, you know what the Lord said? He says, we need to tell, this is how the body works. It's not, we need to be doing that for each other. Because you guys are mothers and fathers over sons and daughters. And if you're too young, you will be. Every one of you should have people that you're constantly speaking into. If you're not, you need to change something. Because you have something to give. We break the lie. I gotta just speak this out. I break the lie that you don't have something to give. Because that is from hell. Dorina Michael, can you stand up for a second? Yeah. Oh, I got a word for you. I think I do. Well, I will. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Oh, there it is. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for Dorina Michael, Lord. I thank you that this is a, a fresh new season. There's been a shift over their life. Hmm. I literally see out of you, Doreen, right now. I just saw uh, literally this, 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 the line of the Lord coming out of you, ripping out of you. And there's a shift of a mindset that you're actually going in and seeing bigger, higher perspectives. There's a, a, a your, your authority is moving to another level. And I actually see that your mind shift is shifting. You and Michael and your authority and understanding has shifted. I don't know what just happened, but there's just like a boldness that's come over you guys. Mm. Hold on a sec. We're not going to rush this. Ooh, Jesus, Jesus, Lord, I thank you that these are heavenly-minded people, Lord God. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that their time is not over, that they're just getting riled up, Lord God. Actually, I just saw a shift where it feels like there's been um, doors shutting. I just watched the Lord bring alignment to that. I see the lining of heaven coming over your life where things that weren't making sense and, and things were coming into situations. There's now going to be a shift. I believe that there's a shift coming right now, and it's in motion right now. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for the heart, the prophetic anointing over them right now. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, Michael, I just see your eyes being opened up to another level right now, that prophetic anointing and that boldness to speak what you're seeing. I see you actually calling things that are not into existence at all. Oh, come on. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to give him like, uh, I see like, you know, the rod of, of Moses was able to be dropped and it would eat up the, the, other, the other snake. The, the, and you're actually, God has set you up and you're going to be used to even just to knock down where the enemy has tried to put strongholds up because there's a courageousness coming over you. It's coming. It's coming over you, and it's going to be a shift. I'm telling you, I'm declaring this over you, Doreen. There's a shift where before, where you would feel opposition, you're going to feel the, the, the strength of the Lord over you. And there's an arising up because you guys are going to see you sitting on the throne with the Lord, sitting with him, and he is showing you and bringing you into that realm of authority in Jesus' name. And that whole that whole ability, I just, wow, to bring people to the banqueting hall. I just see that you're going to call in a harvest. You're bringing in a harvest around you. In Jesus' name, 
in Jesus' name, in the supernatural realm. You thought you've seen some good things. You're about to see some fresh new things. Wow, come on. Come on, no, come on. Just put your hands up for a moment there. I just feel that there's a, I'm, I'm holding back because I, I see this little, this literally net hanging over them and there's things that want to break over them and we're going to break it. It's going to come. So we're just going to declare, Lord, we thank you for Doreen and Michael's heart that they have given you everything. Lord God, they have said, I will give you my all. I've said, I'm here to serve you, God. And they've said, you know what? No matter how old I am, I want to shift. I want more of you. I want more understanding. And I see God is like giving you like almost like this numbskull. <laughs> no, and he's going to get bypassed even things that you thought and you're going to move into this faith of level and it's just going to change you. And I see dreams and visions coming over you guys right now. Dreams of visitations in your home right now. I feel like, yep, come on, come on. There's something else, something of a, a settlement of some sort being settled in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Well, there it is. We thank you for that breakthrough right now. Thank you for the breakthrough. Connection, family connection right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, guys. Come on. That's a time. Oh, man, Jesus. Woo! God, you're good. Who over here has like something with their, uh, like a spinal cord issue or something, like a, well, a back issue, right over here? That's you? But what about over, I'll, I'll get to you a second, but what about over here? Nobody here? You sure, right over here, a back issue, it's you? No, but anyone specifically, it's all good. That's you? There it is. I knew, because that's your left. Yeah, all I hear is the Lord issue at the back. Okay, so you'll stand up, because the power of God's here. Come on, the power of God's here. Jesus, Lord God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. I thank you for the ministering angels of healing in this place right now. Lord, I partner with heaven right now. We declare your power to come forth from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet right now. We take authority right now. We bind any spirit of infirmity off of her right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for the woman of God she is, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, power come forth. Lord, I just declare, I just see books of wisdom and the Lord shooting lightnings upon them and it's bringing life to the knowledge and understanding you have, but it's going to come into a, a li alignment and you're actually experience what you've read about. And so, Lord, I declare right now over her, right now, I command their back right now to completely come all pain go, all infirmity go now, right now, and I command strengthening it to her right now. Can your husband stand up beside you too? Just both of you stand up. Both of you, can you get your husband to stand up beside you? Come on. Come on. But I thank you, Lord, because I just see right now the heavens opening over you for the, whew, where you've sowed, you're now going to come and reap. Come on. You're sowing, you're going to reap. I call forth longevity over you, sir. I call you, I call longevity over you right now. Lord, I thank you for the power of God I see coming over you right now. I see the honey of dripping over you guys right now, the favor of God over you guys right now. I thank you that there's going to be a whole other realm of joy in your guys' heart. A boom, a whole other joy in your house right now. I, I just see there's an alignment right Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. The breakthrough is there. The breakthrough is there because some of this, even the, the pains have come because of things that have happened and it's spiritual so I break and bind any spiritual attack off them right now in Jesus name Jesus name right now come on thank you Jesus come on yes Jesus they're gonna you guys are gonna see people healed and set free around you you have but you're gonna see more because you guys carry authority because you guys have a kingly anointing on your guys life and God has taught you and he's been teaching you how to live out of the kingdom and you have a perspective that actually frustrates you with some people because you guys have a trust in the Lord. And you're going to bring that understanding to others around you. God's going to use you as a mothers and fathers to teach people even how to remove and, 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 and transfer wealth and resources in Jesus' name. Boom. Does that make sense? Yeah, come on. Woo! God, you're good. I love Jesus. When we pray, we got to believe. Come on. You have to believe. I'm telling you, we all start with, I have to believe what I'm seeing in the spirit to pray for people. Oh, that's easy. You've done it before. No, every time it's still another stepping out. No, let's be honest. Because you start thinking you're crazy. I'm only made it after and I was like, God. Literally just the other day on Monday, I was on uh, with Sammy on, on uh, doing a recording for Daystar for healing. And I'm sitting there and like, Dude, we all struggle. The enemy's telling me, you got nothing, you got nothing, you got nothing, you got nothing. I'm like, oh, I need something, I need something, I need something, I need something right? They're going to shoot back to me and I got, you got to have something and it better be God, right? And it's so funny because, you know, we know how to move out of gifting. So I did that the first couple times and I'm frustrated. I'm like, God, this is crazy. 
Is this even, I'll be honest, I still ask him all the time, is this even real? Like you're seeing weird things. And I also go into this vision, I see this finger, and I see this tendon, and I see this knife cut it, and, and there's numbness, and God says, and I hear the Lord says, the numbness is going to be healed, da 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 And then the next, all of a sudden it flashes, and all of a sudden I see this person watching the episode, watching us off the beach. I'm like, this is a weird, man. And I'm literally going, God, I got nothing. Right? I'm being honest here. Sam is about to shift to me. He goes, whoa, I just have to share something right now. He goes, I just see a finger right now, and there's a knife that cut in, and there's a tendon, and there's a numbness, and now somebody's on the beach, and, a, and I'm like, ah! I literally inter- interrupted. I got just as excited. I interrupted him, which we're not supposed to do on that broadcast. I said, Sam, stop! I saw that dude! Ah! Right? Because I'm like, you're not getting out of it. And then after that, we were so jazzed, it didn't matter after that. No, it was, because the faith level. We got to get to stir ourselves up and believe. And we have to be like a child. And we have to stop trying, because it's when you stop trying, because after that, it was a flow. It was like, oh, this is easy. This is easy. Come on, right? Because of God, not me. It wasn't easy because I became great. It was easy because I lost the thought. I lost the reasoning. I lost what, oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, where am I? Mark 11, 23 to 24. Listen to the truth as I speak to you. Whoever says to this mountain with great faith and does not doubt mountain be lifted up and thrown into the midst of the sea and believes that what he says will happen, it will be done. This is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Be what? Convinced that you have received it and it will be yours. Now this isn't like, hey, I wanted this car, I want this. No, no, you partner with God. Because when you're a friend, you find out what he wants to do. And when you come really close, he starts going, hey, what do you want to do? It's true. I'm like, what do you want today? Well, God, no, no, no. Oh, man, how many times do we miss our blessing? Because we're like, no, God, what do you want? He's like, no, I, like, I actually want you to know. What do you do? Like, I struggle with that with the Lord all the time. Because if you're, like, in a meeting and I'm in charge of it or something, he's like, he's like sometimes he's like, just what do you guys want to do? Because why? Because God's always healing the sick. He's always speaking life over you. The Bible says he's constantly speaking over us. He constantly wants to bring in the harvest. He constantly just wants to be worshipped. He constantly wants to pour out his blessing on you. He constantly wants to anoint you. He constantly wants, he just wants to do, be with you. And often we just need to say, hey, let's just do something. Oh, man. Have you ever been that way? You're like, oh, I'm going to spend time in prayer. Prayer. Oh, I should be reading the word. Oh, I should be reading the word. Oh, no. No, I should be soaking. Okay, I'll soak. No, dude, get nowhere. We just got to be. Come on, I wonder. I know that. I know God laughs at me all the time. He's like, "What are you doing? Just stop! Like seriously, just stop and be, enjoy today." He wants to hang out. Oh man, especially some of us like, oh, super spiritual. We're like, oh, I can't do this because I need a, I need a soak. So my kids, they can just, they get rejected. Come on, bring them in. Well, it won't be as good because it'll be noisy. What? I love that when Chris, uh, um, Chris Mathis brought that up when he was here last. He brought that up. He's like, hey, heaven's noisy. You guys. Oh, and I will probably offend a few people in this room with what I'm about to say. That's okay. I like Chris Fulton. He does it all the time. I get so frustrated. Okay, this is bad. I shouldn't say this, but I already have. So, because you're in a prayer meeting. And I get it. We want to hear the words of the Lord. There's time. Just pray and stop worrying about what somebody else is saying. No, I'm honestly, it's a pet peeve of mine because I'm not a very good intercessor. I'm just being honest. I come in, I go, bam, and let's do this stuff. And then I see it, and I don't know what to do after that. Intercessors, my whole life, oh, not my whole, since I've been like, my life got changed 20 years ago. Literally, I'll I'll be, all the intercessors, Kevin, you got to come. We got to pray with you. We got to pray with you. Pray with you. You're exciting. Da-da-da. You'll bring some excitement. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go again. I've been here. I, I go to the meeting. Okay, it's all excited. They're like, yeah, 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 let's do this. Dude. I'm like, oh, let's pray right now. We're going to see how it's received. How it's received. Oh, and I see a vision. I'm like, whoa, God comes. And the glory comes. I'm like, okay, we're done. They're like, no, we got to pray. Birth it, Kevin, birth it. I'm like, what? Who knows? Okay, you guys know about the birthing stools? Have you ever been there? Is that weird to you guys? Okay, in the charismatic Pentecostal thing, I got to share. because it's done. I was blown away when they did this. Because I was like, what? I'm a guy. But um, they literally... I was in this, I've seen this many times. They literally bring like a birthday, a stool that used to be for birthday, and you sit on, you're supposed to like intercede, like, ah, I'm having a baby, which is awesome. I'm not knocking it. It's just weird. We do some weird things, okay? I'm like, I'm out of here, <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, it's like, oh, man. 
It's like giving a word to God. Like, hey, you're the bride of Christ, Jeremy. That's awesome. That sounds weird, but it's true, right? The Bible's amazing, right? Oh, come on. Having some fun here. Uh, sometimes healing is instant, other times it's progression, and sometimes we don't understand and they go to glory. Man, we just, we just watched on, on Friday Benny, Benny Johnson's funeral, which was incredible, or celebration of life. Man, she changed the world. How in the world, though, you have a movement that literally sees, like I know people that have been healed from cancer going down to Bethel, but she dies from cancer. But you know what the coolest thing is, and they declared and said very clearly was, to the moment, to the very moment that Benny passed, went to glory, they never stopped believing, and literally they didn't plan. They, they, they actually have a stance. They don't even plan. They will not plan for the celebration of life. They will not to the moment because they're believing. And as Chris Fulton says, if you're somebody that happens to show up for the prayer meeting that doesn't believe that, you're very much ushered off. And you go, well, that's crazy. No, it's because they want to stand on something. Because they stood on with Jesus. Wait a minute, didn't Jesus kick some people out of a room once? Oh, good, there you go. No, it's, it's true. Um, another John G. Lake story, his, I think, don't quote me, I think it was his sister, she actually died, right? She died, and he actually, no breath, it's gone. And he shares a story, and he got a hold of, he's like, I need to find somebody that will believe with me. His partner in the faith. And he, he actually says, this, he goes, I couldn't phone no pastors around me because they didn't really believe. I'm not dissing, but that's just what he said. He got a hold of Alexander Dowie, and back then it was like literally a, a telegram thing. They shot off the telegram, and he got back, she will live. And he partnered with that, and she's, if this is documented, she lived. She came back to life. But he shares, he goes, but it wouldn't have happened if I would have partnered with someone that didn't believe, right? We got to believe with each other and truly believe. And it's okay. Again, this is not condemnation. Well, I had some doubts. No, no, no. You didn't stop nothing. You didn't stop nothing. But we got to learn. Take it and run with it again. Take it, run with it again. Like I said at the beginning, you're going to play, be a basketball player and you miss a shot. you got to shoot again. Come on. Many of us that have seen miracles off, it's because we've actually failed many times. Many, 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 many times. I've led a lot of people to, to the Lord on the streets, but how many others just yelled at me and spit at me? Or I've had somebody take me at this cross with Bob Marinick, and he actually took the cross and he started chasing us with it. No, no joke. The bouncer out of, the, uh, of a, the club that we were in nearby actually came out and protected us. We're like, that must be an angel. He's a big guy. But he literally said, I'm Satan. And he's taking this thing, chasing us down. And, and we weren't being a martyr. We were running. We're like, this is not cool. No, truth. We got to break some of our martyr mentality off. That's a word right now. If God calls you to be a martyr, be a martyr. But don't be one just because you think it's great. Oh, wow. Okay. We need to stay focused right now. Stay focused. The only way you're going to stay focused is if you actually spend time with Jesus. Oh, I just thought of something. Ephesians. You guys all, I love this stuff because, I, first of all, I know I give a hard time sometimes to the charismatic movements, but I actually do it out of love because I love the charismatic movement. But it's, we love the verse, you know, um, verse Ephesians 1.18, because we all want to see, remember, because supposedly it's greater than everything else. It says, uh, verse 18 says, they don't have this up there. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation and hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds us in the Holy Ones. That's an incredible verse, and I pray that all the time. But you know the secret is? The verse before it, which we don't always pray. It says, I hope it says, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of his spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to what? To know him through your deepening intimacy with him. We need the deepening intimacy. That's where this all comes out of. The power of God comes out spending time with him. The power of God and learning his ways. Yes, he, he drops it. He freely gives gifts. He freely gives it away. But the real good stuff comes when you actually are partnering with him as a friend. When you partner with him and actually have intimacy, you've spent time, you've gazed into his eyes. You've actually got his heart. 
Because guess what happens? He puts you in the right situation. And you don't have to strive. Because when you've been with him, you don't need to. I love it. And I've said it before. I've been with Jesus. And I was, I was thinking about the other day, and, the Lord's, and I was just process, processing with the Lord. And he's like, yeah. But when you've really been with me, you don't have to tell anybody. Right? When you've been with him, we don't need to tell people. When you walk in the room, things change. Things change. Mm, Jesus. Oh, yes. Okay, numerous times Jesus commanded us to heal the sick. Oh, come on. We need to partner with that. I'm going to skip because we have lots of time, no time. Um, but we need to know what he's doing in the moment. This is huge. Actually, I'm not going to skip that, actually. We'll get to that some other day. We need to actually be in the moment and know. And that, again, it's out of the intimacy. But you know what? When I was pressed, uh, I'm getting ready for this, he brought up, and I didn't know how, why it fit in or not, but he brought up the story of Mary and Martha again. Right? Which is an incredible, amazing story. But we always read it as like one was bad, one was good. I actually, I'm going to read it, even though I don't have much time. I'll read it fast. Sorry, translators. They don't like me. Well, they, they told me they, don't like, they have a hard time when I speak because I talk a little fast. I'll go slow as Jesus. No. And the disciples continued on their journey. They came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha, and she had a sister named, Ma- a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. But Martha became exasperated with finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for her guests. So she interrupted Jesus and said, Lord, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? You should tell her to get up and help me. The Lord answered, Martha, my beloved Martha. He didn't say, you're off, Martha. He says, his beloved Martha. Why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these distractions? Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted, and I won't take this privilege from her. You guys, we need to know what we're supposed to be in that hour. Because I'm sure there's other times Jesus would have been like, Hey, Mary, I need a drink. No, like, we, don't, we, 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 we make this theology off the one side. Well, I'm just going to lie down all day and wait for Jesus and soak. But, well... Didn't you just have a word about going to the nations? Oh, yeah, I'll get there. When God picks me up and brings me on a plane and shoots me over there. You know how often I hear about that? That's an exaggeration, but oh, wow, I don't understand the words of my life. is not happening. Well, what do, they, what do you call to do? Well, I've been told so many times I'm a great evangelist and I'm going to do all the signs and wonders. Well, do you pray for somebody when you meet them? Well, no. God didn't tell me yet. What? Okay, do you ever tell people about Jesus? Well, no, I haven't felt that unction yet. Well, you just told me you were told to. You were commanded to. And before that, you were commanded in the Bible. But we need to know intimacy, know what he's doing in the moment. Because Jesus didn't go around doing nothing. He actually only did what we say. We have the great song Brian and Jen Johnson have, only do what the, fa- only do what the Father's doing. See what the, whatever, I can't sing it, right? So John 5, 19 says, So Jesus said, I speak to you eternal truth. The Son is unable to do anything from himself through his own initiative. I only do the works that I see the Father doing, for the Son does the same work as his Father. So he was constantly finding out, what are you doing? What's heaven's doing in the room right now? What's going on right now? Come on, you should train yourself. Hey, God, what are you doing? Can I partner with him? What's going on right now? What's going on? Can I, be a, can I be actually a solution to people around me today? Can I actually change and transform the region? Oh, how could you do that? That's it's too big. Your, your head's too big. No, it's not. He wants you to be a catalyst. He wants you to change. He actually wants you to be his hands and his feet. He wants you to be an ambassador. He wants to bring you before kings. But he doesn't want you to bring you before kings if you can't get a word for the person at the cashier because when you get to the king, you're going to stand there going... Is that really you, God? We have to actually start actually getting somewhere, practicing, taking steps, moving out. And then God will bring you before kings. He loves doing that. He delights in showing you off because you're his child. But God didn't, Jesus didn't just wait and so called it. It actually says, Hebrews 11, 6, um, actually, hold on. Acts 10, 38 says, you know of Jesus of Nazareth how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit with power, and he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. He went about. 
Now, I can give you another five verses when he went and spent time with the Lord. He knew what to do at what time. He built, he had the relationship with his father so that when he came up to a situation, he carried the solution. Right? It's like Greg had that incredible, awesome word last week. Silver and gold, I have none, but I got the kingdom. I got what I need to release. But you need to believe that. A lot of us are, I'm telling you, we don't realize how often we're in situations where the lame man's sitting there and we actually don't have the solution because we just don't, we, we want to. We all want it. And then we go, oh God, give me something, give me, give me something. Man, sometimes we just need to say, hey, grab my hand and see what happens. Hey, how about I bring you out for lunch? Oh, how many times? Oh, well, how did that go? You talked to that person. This is, these are true stories. You talk to those, that person, well, yeah, they're not doing good. I prayed for them. Well, what's going on with them? Well, they haven't eaten for like two days. What did you do about it? Nothing. Well, God didn't tell me to. What are you talking about? Let's get some practicality in the church. Let's get some practicality to show the kingdom. How are we going to transform nations if we actually don't transform those around us? Come on, we need creative ideas. Creative ideas. God is so good. Woo. Hold on, we're just, it's too late, so we're going to end. Um, so Matthew 10, 7, 10 says this. As you go, preach the message, heaven's touch, Oh, heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch, right? Do we believe that? Right now, actually, before I, I'll declare this, but then we want, we want to see some healings. I believe that they got, she got healed too and things are happening, but I want to, I, it bothers me when we, somebody, if I said right now, hey, stand up right now if you need a healing. You know how many people in this room need a healing? I want that shifted. I want us to actually be forced to go out to practice because we practice so well in here that no one's sick anymore. You know that? Jesus said go. This message was to go outside these doors. But I do believe we're supposed to practice in here. This is safe. If we can't boldly declare in here, we're going to have a hard time out there. This is the fun practice thing because, man, we already love Jesus. So the worst case scenario, you go home still sick, but you still have Jesus. But I want to believe that we're done with just going home sick. I want, to, I want people to come and feel changed. And they do. We have an incredible testimony. So I'm not saying we don't. I want to see an increase, though, and an increase. Because I want to fulfill. I want you, are you guys to fulfill the words that have been spoken over this family. Whew. Sandra, where are you there? Sandy, Sandra. Sorry, the other Sandra. You have two Sandras. Yeah, Sandy, stand up. Yeah, the fire gods just come over. Put your hands up. It's just another realm of boldness coming over you, favor. You're, that you've been crying out for another level of just boldness. What we're talking about right now is that you desire and you have shifted and you've shifted and you've shifted and shifted because you keep on saying your yes and yes. And I just see the lightnings of God coming over you right now, the power of God. Because somebody just grab their, oh uh, yeah, yeah, Shara, can you grab her hand there? I just feel like the anointing is going to be released right now. It's actually a trend right now, yeah. Shara, Shara carries such an innocent realm of just going for it of boldness and that's getting imparted right now come on this is the body working I just saw it in the spirit come on because it's not about me it's about the kingdom of God right now come on ability to share and move forth in things right now who's got the ooh. keep on hearing the tendon where's the tendons everywhere I'm so bad at medical stuff that's you stand up anyone else got an issue with their tendons whatever that means just stand up let's do this Let's do this, yeah. Oh, come on. Anyone around them, just put your hand on them. I love. I'm going to declare this over you right now. Who? Yeah, we're going to stay in this. We're going to, we're going to pray. Who else? Is, who's the person that's like, I think you were in a vehicle actually, and you get these sharp pains still in your body once in a while, just out of nowhere, just sharp pains. Who's that? That's you? Come on, stand up. God's going to heal you right now. Come on, yeah. Alicia, yeah, put her in your hand. Yeah, let's pray. Come on. The body of Christ, come on. The power of God's in the room. Come on. Shift, come on. Feel it. Believe. Come on. Jesus. Lord, we stir ourselves up right now. We thank you for faith, Lord God. I thank you for the testimonies we saw this week. And it's just an increase. 
right now in Jesus' name. I declare Matthew 7.10 over them right now. As you go, preach the message. Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick and make it a habit to break off all the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. Freely you've received the power of the kingdom, so freely release to others. You won't need a lot of money, travel light, don't pack an extra change of clothes in your back, but trust God for everything because why? The one who works for him deserves to be provided for. And I declare right now, as his children of God, that he desires you to have full healing right now. We declare those tendons right now, those sharp pains to be gone right now, residual effects right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Somebody that gets uh, uh, issues with their skin, um, it's, like it's, it's almost like a... It's like, a, I just hear this almost report, it's like it could be skin cancer, but it might not be, da, 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 da. Is that somebody in the room here? It's like you, you suffer with that, you've had a lot of, that's you? Oh no, who is that? Sorry. Somebody, wherever you are, over there, come on. Oh, come on, right on. Hey, get, good tomorrow, stand up beside her too. Lord, I thank you for this fiery couple, Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the fire of God that's on their life, and they actually move in signs and wonders. And God, tomorrow, I forgot, to, I got to tell you, the, I'm just hearing this right now. I know we're praying for healing, but God has called you to minister. I actually see him giving you a voice to speak, and he's saying, do not doubt. I've called you to be a deliverer, like he told, like he told Moses. And you're gonna, you've been set aside, and you're a burning one, and and he desires, and you've been in the seeker place, getting this anointing, spending time like David, and you've spent looking after the sheep. And God's gonna open up doors for you. Do not shy away from those doors. God says you're gonna, He's gonna give you the words to speak, and you're gonna bring revival to households in Jesus' name right now. And the fire that you desire, you're gonna see touch people. You and your wife are gonna see God move. Whoa, Jesus, yep. Come on. Come on, come on. So I pray for it right now. In Jesus' name, we need to break off the, the any, any issues with skin right now that we declare. Actually, break the lie of the word cancer off them right now. It's broken in Jesus' name. Right now, in the power of God, come right now. Right now. Right now, we just declare. Even I pray that any of those things would just clear up in Jesus' name. We pray for a notable miracle right now in Jesus' name. Right now, too. Right up here, too, we just pray for you. We pray right now the power of God just touch you right now. Yep. No more lingering effects of the accident right now in Jesus' name. Come on, any spirit of a familiarity spirit right now. I declare any spirit right now of familiarity uh, right now to be broken off right now. What I mean by that is sometimes the enemy will constantly just make you feel like you still have the sickness you already got set free from. And we break that right now off in Jesus' name. If you're willing to, I feel like I'm moving in boldness. If, if you're willing to, you don't have to. I know I brought it before, but I want to break something. I just, back to what I shared earlier with that chessboard, if you really feel just hounded by the enemy, and it's been a tormenting thing, I just, if you're willing to stand up, I want to break that. I just, sometimes we just stand up. The, no? No, sorry. You're still getting healing. That's okay. Who's, put your wave at me. If it's you? Okay, can, can I get some people around him right now? Justin, go lay, hand, go lay hands on him. Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, that the blood was enough. And it says we're supposed to uh, just... Go after the demonic break off. It says in the word right here to break off the demonic presence from people. So I just command right now that we break off any demonic presence right now off of them. Right now. And Jesus, set them free right now. Just attack me broken. Come on. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, you're so good. Woo. Mm. You guys want to stand up? But we just pray for your wave. Your wave of glory. And Detlef, I just want to honor you. Detlef, I want to honor you. I saw promotion all over you. I saw like even like this. I actually walked by you early and I heard I heard these voices and these good voices. They're speaking about you of going, hey, this guy is amazing. What are we going to do with him? How are we going to promote him? I just feel that there's upgrades in your life. And I just want to say that there's so much. I, well, I'm just seeing it now. There's been so much fruit coming out. There's been some huge transitions even in your mind, in your heart. And I just want to, wow, Lord, I just honor him even as a father. Lord God, as a husband, Lord God, I thank you for that he is steadfast in you, God. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, he is a man of truth and of integrity. And Lord, I thank you for the faithfulness of Detlef right now in Jesus' name. And I honor him in that, Lord God. And Lord God, I pray, and I just feel like God says, don't try to change this man. I've created him in such a way that I delight in it. And so, Lord, I just thank you that he can be who he's called to be. And I think, wow, and I thank you. Wow, I thank you for the heart. I just saw you have an incredible, you're just revealing your heart. It's so big. 
And a lot of people don't understand that about you, that you actually care so deeply and you hurt deeply. And God actually, you picked up his heart. I just want to honor you that right now as, as, as a loving father, but a loving son to Jesus, to the Father, King of kings and Lord. Come on, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Woo! Come on. Come on. So, Lord, we just thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you that you there's been a, a shift. I just believe so much, even just over our body and there's an excitement going into these next seasons I see that there's going to be an increase but increase because of what they're doing in this house Lord God that people are going to know of these amazing children of God Lord God Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I just thank you for the winds of change blowing over. I see the winds of change. That, that, Lord God, that, that just seeing a transition. Again, tiredness. And I see an alignment coming over people right now that have felt like that it's been like, oh, I just keep on hitting a wall. But no, there's that, that walls are just falling. There's moving. He's, he's bringing a, a, clear, a clearness to that. He's actually showing that this has been a fog. It's like you've been, you can't see in front of you, but the fog is lifting in the name of Jesus right now. Because it's a new day and the sun is arising because he is the sun he's the ultimate sun so i pray right now just impart holy spirit just fill right now just a filling lord god i pray lord god that you would put a hunger on each one of us a desire and overwhelming even in season just to seek your face to go after more and say i want just that intimacy i want more lord i want to know you more i want you to interrupt my lifestyle come on come on jesus let's pray those prayers so, Lord, I pray, Lord God, that we send them out today in power and in authority and with a go of the gospel in Jesus' name. Thank you, guys. Come on. Woo.